You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm super stoked to bring this one to you, and I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. I had a lot of fun with my dude, Mikey Demas. He's been on the show a few times. If you want to know more of his backstory, go back and listen to his previous appearances on the show. I can't remember if it's been once or twice. I've talked to him quite a few times over the years, and not all of it was recorded, but I know he came on and told his story at least once. And this one is another one of those just guys being dudes episodes, just hanging out and catching up and having a good time. I want to get into the episode as quickly as possible, but I do want to let you know about something I did last week. On Instagram, I put up a little poll of the Cooper FX Outward V2 versus the Chase Bliss Mood. And I basically said, hey, I'm going to make a track that's heavily focused on one of these. I want to make a song that is focused on the pedal, but not necessarily all about the pedal. Which which one should I do? And people chose the outward by just a smidge. So I made a track this week, and I called it Outward, and it is available on all the major streaming platforms. So Spotify, Apple Music, you can go check it out. There's a single. It's by American Cyclops. That's what I release music under. And yeah, you can check out the single Outward. It's really chill. I showed it to my wife, Lynn, and she said, you know, I like this one. It doesn't stress me out like your other music does. So if you're looking for more chill vibes, this might be up your alley. But please go give it a stream and tell me what you think. I'd really love to hear back from you. You can text me on the text chat. Again, the number for that is 503-751-8577, and that is in the show notes as well. And we can hang out and have a little chit-chat back and forth on there if you'd like, or you can message me on Instagram or any of the other places you normally message me at. That is all groovy. Okay, without further ado, let's get into this episode with my man, Mikey Demas. Let's do it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Tone Mob Podcast, the show about guitar stuff occasionally, sometimes. I'm your host, Blake Wyland, and with me, I have returning. I don't know how many times he's been on the podcast now, at least once, but maybe more. Mr. Mikey Demas. What's going hey, on? Hey, dude. What's up? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me again. Time? Is this your third time? I feel like it might be your third time. Might be. Remember. I've definitely done it at least one time. But it's been a while. It's been a good, I want to say it's been a good 18 months to two years since I've been a guest. Yeah, well, I'm glad to have you back. It's my pleasure to be back. Always a pleasure. We have not kept up properly in, in any sort. You know, like we should have been, even if we weren't podcasting, we should have been a little bit more on the ball, especially no, during the yeah. whole thing. I'll tell you what, though, I will say this about you, Blake, is that every time I talk to you, I feel like I just spoke to you like a week ago in a really good way. Not in a dismissive, yeah, whatever way, but in a, there's a sense of familiarity there. I'm like, yeah, man, it's my buddy. There's never mm -hmm. like any kind of weird, small talky formality kind of vibes. Like, yeah, it's my dude. Like every it's, time we, every time we speak, it's like we, it's like we hung out the other day, which I think is a good thing. Well, you know, when the first contact you have with somebody, you know, is like, hey, we're going to have a conversation. We're going to have a fairly in-depth conversation. It's going to be an hour, in fact. Mm -hmm. And we're going to put our phones away and, mm -hmm. like, literally just focus on each other. <laughs> you kind of develop, like, a. You, it doesn't happen every time. But oftentimes, w when a guest and I really hit it off, like, that's it. We're we're buddies now. Yeah. And and I kind of, it's kind of like a weird cheat code to, like, getting new friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
Because like what you hear is what you get. I I do very little editing on the show, like very very little, and mm-hmm. it's it's uh well in fact I don't do any. My friend Nick takes care of that because he's the best person on the planet. Uh-huh. Nick, I just want you to know that's on record now. You're there hearing you it. You're the best person on the planet. And and he yeah we don't really mess with it all that much outside of trying to make it sound really good. Um, okay, but, I mean I, I feel quite lucky. Uh, all the sort of podcasts and interviews and things I've done, it's always a good chat for the most part. I, I have to ask you: Do you have you ever had anybody? You can't say naming no names, but have you ever had anybody on who is like monosyllabic and you get nothing out of them and it's like no love and it's like ah oh, it's like it's like pulling teeth. It's like the longest hour of your life. You know, there are some that start out like they're going to be that way. I've had a few that, and you, know, you can go back and listen. You might be able to figure out who who or what episode I'm talking about. They kind of start out that way where I'm like, oh, this is going to be hard. But by about 20 minutes in, it's usually it's usually flowing pretty good regardless of the person. I can't think of anybody that by the half hour mark, we weren't driving pretty good, you know? Mm. Sometimes the first half is a little rough, but then they get comfortable. They realize I'm not like trying to like find out their dirty laundry or anything. <laughs> they just they can relax a little bit. You're like, what is your mother's maiden name, and what are the last three digits on the back of your credit card? <laughs> and what did you do to that guy in high school? Like, <laughs> tell me the whole thing. What's your biggest fear? What do you What do you feel guilty about? What makes you insecure? <laughs> like, yeah, it's not like not really like that. <laughs> I'm on the couch. I'm on the couch right now. That's, I'm on the, that's like, right. Lying, lying back. I'm not lying back. I'm sat up. I'm sat bolt upright. So you're not going to get anything out of me. No juicy goods. Oh, man. Hey, mm. I have to ask because mm. I know that you're a fellow. Uh, uh, you might not be using one right now, but I'm I'm curious. Are you uh, also speaking into an Aston at this moment? Yeah, yeah I am. Yeah, mm. I'm using, do you know, this is uh, the Aston Element. Uh-huh. Um, they very kindly uh, let, me, let me have a go on one of these. This is the most recent one I've got. And yeah, it sounds, I'm really stoked with it. It sounds really good. Um, what I like about it is it's quite lightweight as well. So if like me, you've got a fairly complex setup of levers and pulleys and things hanging from things, you don't want a microphone that weighs like 18 pounds hanging from a cable, like bending the puny little boom arm you've got. So this thing's, <laughs> this thing's reassuringly lightweight and it's uh, just sat there nicely, not, not a, uh, causing any problems so far so good i've been using it for a bunch of stuff for um for this kind of thing and you know youtube and that kind of thing and uh yeah i'm really stoked on it i love all their stuff i'm a big fan of everything they do i think i've got just about everything they've done i i love love their stuff i i use the stealth on everything i have three of them Mm. and like there there's a few things about it that's like okay it's kind of big and it's a little bit heavy but it's so versatile. It literally mm. sounds so good with everything. I use it on the podcast, on my voice. I use it micing guitar cabs. I've used it on piano. I've, I've used it on acoustic guitar. I've yet to find anything that I'm like, you know, this mic just doesn't sound very good. It always I, works. I think there's a couple of, potentially a couple of brands out there really cursing their name because they've managed to, it's like they've kind of managed to step around the voodoo. Like, the things that people just accept are expensive and almost, you know, almost like prohibitively expensive. They've kind of made available and are really cost and really cost effective. And I, th- I would imagine there's some companies going, you've ruined, you've ruined Christmas. You know what I mean? Like you've given <laughs> away, you've given away the secret. Like they make really good mics that don't cost a lot of money. This element, I think it's like 150 pounds. Really? Like a, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's insane. It's you know, and it comes with like it's got like a magnetic, um, like shock mount, uh, like a pop shield that's attached mm-hmm. to it. It's got its own little shock mount that it comes with. It's a really nice kit, and it's I think it's about one hundred and fifty, one hundred and fifty pounds. So you know, a little over two hundred dollars, really. I would have thought, um, and it's really great. I'm I'm blown away with how cool it is, and I, yeah, I'm yeah. a big fan of all their stuff. I've got the stealth like you as well. I just I didn't use that today because it was like my little setup. It's like the, the mic's a bit heavier than this one. So it was kind of like that sat in the drawer at the moment. <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah, I have this kind of ridiculously heavy duty boom arm that I use for, which like I, I'm now let me let me pick your brain up a little bit. I wonder if you're like me. I am the guy who bought like 14 fuzz pedals once mm-hmm. I discovered pedals 
and like did not want to buy a tuner. I'm like, I'll just use the headstock tuner. I'm not buying mm. a tuner pedal. That's boring. And then I finally got around to getting one, and I was like, well, this certainly makes my life a lot easier. <laughs> like I should have bought one of these a long time ago. Mm. Similarly, I recorded the podcast for years with like one of the little um, like amp mic stands that you would use. I just set it on my desk and used that. Mm-hmm. And I finally got a boom arm that I can like move around and like adjust easily. And, and it's like out of the way when I don't want it to be there. Yeah. It's, it's changed my whole workflow. And I'm like, you know, you really do this to yourself all the time. You put off the boring purchases that actually could make your life significantly better. <laughs> no, I get it. I've got one of those, but it's it's currently mounted behind my desk with a camera attached to it. Ooh. The same thing, and it's like that's kind of like my pointing down at the desk at my hands, bird's eye view camera. That's like for when I'm doing pedal video stuff, which I'm currently working on. So I had right. to I had to pull out a mic stand from from another room that's not great. I'll be honest. So it's kind of like, it's a bit flimsy. It's seen better days. I've, I've got a couple of nice mic stands and they're not here. I don't know where they are. I'll have to track them down. I've got a, an El Cheapo mic stand and that's got, so I've decided to use a lighter weight microphone. So it just sort of does, so it behaves. But yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, you know, some purchases are just boring and like buying a boom stand is boring, but you know, it's a game changer. Absolutely. It is. I actually, I literally just ordered another one as well because for this thing, I was like, I can't do this every time I'm doing something like whip a crappy microphone stand out of the out of the cupboard. I'm like, I've I've ordered another one online, like another boom arm. So I'm gonna have I'm gonna be like a multi boom arm guy. I'm gonna have like oh man, more than I know. I've that I've turned the corner. I've become that person. <laughs> well, I'm proud of you. Maybe one I day I will ascend to such heights. I don't know if it makes me any more pro. It probably. I don't think it does. I think I'll probably look a bit of an idiot. Like we've, I'll have one on either side, like, like, like bionic arms, like an extension of my person. I think it's a scientific fact that, you know, the more boom arms you have, the more professional you are. I think that you could probably back that up with a peer peer reviewed study. And I, I think, think so. You, yeah, I think that's, yeah. I think that's a fair assessment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what what have you been up to? Obviously. You've got a pedal you want to talk about. Well, we're definitely going to get into that. But like, you know, 2020 was just mad and we don't necessarily get into all the doom and gloom. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you're in a very well-known band that is, you know, primarily makes its 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 uh, revenue by traveling around the country, playing festivals and whatnot. You obviously couldn't do that. What has this been like for you guys? And now, like now you're looking at getting back to normal. But how did how did you guys fare during the year? What was, what was the situation? Yeah. Uh, like you said, not to get too like, Oh my God. But the first like three or four months of 2020 were like, are you kidding me? You know, uh, like speaking personally, I'd just come out of, I'd just come out of like a relationship. Like I was separated from my ex-wife and that had been really difficult in 2019. And then I found a, I, I moved house into a new place, um, which I'm living in now, which I absolutely love. Um, at the beginning of 2020 and like, you know, that came with its own expense and whatnot of like, you know, had to buy furniture and all that kind of stuff, boring, boring, boring. And then pow, like March, the world closes. And it's like, Oh, you gotta be kidding me right now. Yeah, and like, I was kind of like, yeah, I was kind of like, Oh, what next universe? Come on. And obviously watched our schedule just evaporate, which was, which sucked. Um, but thankfully, you know, thankfully on our end of things, one thing I will say about us is we've always had our tax affairs in really good shape. And so <laughs> and so basically when the government finally came around to providing like um, assistance for self-employed people, um, that sort of arrived. And that's been sort of that's been really keeping keeping things, keeping the wheels on in my operation, to be honest with you. So so thankfully, once once the removal of that stress of like, you know, your income and whatnot and paying bills and that kind of thing has made life a lot easier. And so over the course of the last year, I put my hand to all kinds of other things. Obviously we're, we're writing a new album cause we were wrapping up towards the end of an album cycle. Um, and yeah, really stuck my head, got head and shoulders stuck into, uh, the pedal side of things into red beard effects, my pedal company. Um, and also started doing some work with, uh, BIM, which uh, is a an institute, like a university of music over here. They have like five sites in the UK. 
Oh, wow. I've been doing lots of stuff with them. Yeah. Like not so much, not so much like a guitar kind of thing, but I'm actually doing um, some teaching uh, like music business, music production, songwriting, and also um, doing like auditions, like auditioning new students and that kind of thing. And that's, that's been super cool. Yeah. That's, that's been really rewarding actually. Like being around, cause you know, you kind of live in your own bubble and being face to face, well, over zoom, you know, zoom to zoom with like, young students and that kind of thing and people like beginning their musical journey kind of thing you're yeah. like it's really yeah. inspiring and like you're seeing people who are like fired up about music and like i'm gonna do this with my life and i'm like go you you know that's rad that's badass and you know they get to talk to me this like salty bitter guy who's like <laughs> if you want to do it, you should be a plumber that's what you should do um and yeah it's I, I love it it's really good it's really cool so i've been sort of balancing that between you know being a dad and uh, you know launching launching new pedals that kind of thing keeping the wheels on that and um all kinds of other stuff as well yeah it's been I've, it, it it's weird i've never had more time to do things but i've never been busier being right. in one being in one location it's like you know being in one location has kind of been a bit of an eye opener this is the first time in 20 years that i've that i've not been doing things like getting up at four in the morning on a Thursday to go and get a flight to Europe, you know, cause we tour internationally all year round. We do festivals all summer and that take us as far, you know, anywhere from Japan or Australia, um, you know, all over mainland Europe, that kind of thing. And this is the first time in 20 years, as I say, that I haven't had to do that almost every weekend for like three or four months of the year. Um, that's, that's a nuts, nuts lifestyle really. Yeah. It's, you just kind of take it for granted. Like you get used to it, you know, it's like Thursday you go out and Monday you come back pretty much and you're home for a couple of days over the summer, sometimes more, sometimes less, but typically that will start in April, May kind of thing and end in like August, September. And every weekend you're doing something most weekends, every now and then, like sometimes we'll have a weekend off and it'll be like, wicked, but doesn't happen very often. Normally we've got a lot of stuff going on in the calendar. And that's just the summer, you know, that doesn't include like a headline tour of here or there or wherever. So, yeah, like that's been my life for two decades, pretty much. And then that coming to a halt is a massive adjustment. But I've really, I'll be honest, I've really enjoyed the time at home. I've really enjoyed like the time off. You know, I've been able to be around my daughter loads, which has been absolutely invaluable. And it's given me uh, opportunity to concentrate on some other things, to put my focus on some other things. It's been, uh, it's, and I, I think there's something in the spirit of knowing that everybody is having their own struggles and every, everybody's going through their own thing. It's kind of like, I haven't really gotten into, oh my God, this is so unfair. Because everyone's in this together, you know? Everyone's got different different levels of what their stuff is all about, but it hasn't just happened to me or us or my band. It's happening to everybody. Right. So it's right. kind of like, that's I think there's a kind of like there's a strength in that. Yeah, and it's happening to everyone like everyone that you kind of know, not not literally everyone, but everyone that you would be associated with for work yep. is basically in the same exact boat. Obviously there are a lot of people who have, you know, helped keep the wheels on society that they didn't get a break, but mm. at least like the people that we kind of generally associate with it's all been like a, you know, a interesting struggle of trying to figure it out. It's just mm. a lot of trying to figure it out, and um, yeah, fortunately, absolutely. it's it's been figure outable for most people, which is actually kind of remarkable considering how abrupt and crazy the change was for most people. Yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it's all it's life's fairly stable right now like, and that's all well and good i don't know what's going to happen over here in this country like with the economy or anything you know that's like don't even go there it could be that, it's a, that there's this massive economical crash and because of you know all the assistance that's been handed out left right and center and how on earth do we recover from that i can't even wrap my head around that that's just like what's going on this week this week i am working on a pedal release and i'm taking my daughter swimming on friday you know like that's the kind of thing that's where my head's at i can't even think about next year at this point i'm like living in the week as much as possible like living in the moment really you know yeah that's the thing is it it is a point of stress over here as well you know mm. at least for for a lot of people it's like you know in a lot of ways so much of this needed to happen but at the same time 
at what expense. That's what everybody's kind of wondering, you know, mm. like, oh, we've never really done this before. <laughs> we just printers go burr and somebody's <laughs> gonna have to pay for it at some point. And who yeah. is, you know, who's that going to be and what's it going to look like? I is yeah. anyone's guess. Everyone's got their theories. But what like what I've said to some people is just like don't worry about it too much because the only thing you can really do is, you know, try to get, you know, get yours, you know, try yep. to try to get ahead and mm-hmm. save as much as you can and try to keep an eye on things just a little bit. But you can't stress about it because you literally cannot do anything about it. You have nah. no control. No, nah, so. exactly. Try to avoid, you know, crypto. <laughs> <laughs> Or at least be responsible with it if you're going to do it. Invest in beard coin. Invest beard. in beard coin. You Is know, that a thing? It, I've, I've just made up something that I thought I'm, you might have I'm a look, coin for. I'm looking now. I'm looking now. I'm going to look. It probably is. Is there's, there's a person on Twitter called Beardcoin, and they're a, a Bitcoin person. Okay. But, yeah. Oh, no, there is a Beardcoin. There is a Beardcoin. <laughs> there is a Beardcoin. Yeah, there's a Bitcoin. Yeah. Oh my god! We've, I'm gonna... we've joked on the uh, Chasing Tone podcast about pedal coin a few times. We're like, oh yeah, we'll start pedal coin. That'll be the next thing. Invest in your hard-earned dollars into pedal coin. Yeah, wow. it's wow. a weird world. Crypto is a, a weird, a weird thing that I know just enough about to be dangerous. Pretty much. same, exactly the same. Everyone's an expert when they're winning, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen just as many people lose their shirt. Oh yeah. boy. Yeah. 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 I'd, yeah. Wild. Wild yeah. stuff. Everyone became a bit of an expert on this that the other like last year. And the last year everyone went, Oh, I'm gonna get into investing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everyone became an came an an expert stock market uh, yeah. picker. And everyone became a crypto expert and everyone became a virologist. It was yeah. like a crazy thing that everybody did at the same time. So many yeah. experts all of a sudden. Yeah. Amazing stuff. Really. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah, it's been it's been interesting uh just trying to trying to keep abreast of everything and you know, in some ways yeah. <sighs> I feel a little bit of responsibility now that I didn't used to feel like, well, I'll say things on this show and then I'll get a message about it. Not necessarily bad, but it's like, Oh, people are really paying to don't pay. Don't I'm just a moron. Don't pay too much attention to the things that I say. (laughs) (laughs) It's a, I have to be careful with that. Sometimes. I don't know if you're a crypto expert, that's great. I I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just a guy on the internet. Yeah. I don't know anything about it really. I just, I'm on like a WhatsApp group with a bunch of friends who are like, uh, like are those experts who like they seem to be they seem to like do great. Like, oh, I just made this on that. I'm like, what? I'm like, I got to get on this. I'm missing out. I like wade in and then like you know, oh yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> That's like my my crypto journey is like a little bit of a win, a little bit of a win, and then crushing defeat. Yes, <laughs> and then and then cursing the day I ever bothered. Pretty much. Mm. That's where I'm at right now. But that's okay. It'll come back, I hope. It'll come back eventually. At some point I, in my life, I hope, or, you know. <laughs> the best, the best like, thing I could say to anybody is, like, it's cool to, like, be in on something and, like, get be a part of that rise. And it's all really exciting and thrilling and everything. But I think if history's told us anything, the best investments are boring and mm. consistent. Mm. and not that rocket ship Mm. Uh, it's just it's been proven time and time and time again that you go into things with solid you know solid underlying fundamentals that are consistent and you just kind of forget about it (laughs) that's yeah that's that's the move i think it's not exciting no one wants to talk about it because it's not sexy but no you know whatever no you're right i think that's it there's always like a new thing. I think uh, crypto is like a new thing for a minute for people. And that's sort of been, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I, I don't really, think, I just thought it was funny when we were talking about what you got up to last year. I thought, yeah, that's something I could uh, go back and go, don't do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away. Stay, Stay away. away. I did all right at the end of last year. I did all right. So, but yeah, this year has just been like absolute misery. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I but think for, it's for a- everyone, for loads of people, it's not just me. Loads of people are like ugh. So yeah, yeah. It's a it's a weird thing. It's a it's a weird thing, and I I do think it's going to really change society in a in a big way, but more in the the way that blockchain is being utilized versus necessarily new currencies. Mm-hmm. You know, I, that's kind of my theory. I think NFTs will be a bigger deal moving forward than actually like, you know. Yeah, I think you're right. Or whatever else. I think you're right. Yeah, I can't see anyone. I mean, I don't know, maybe one day you'll be able to buy red beard effects pedals with beard coin. I don't know. But I'm looking at it now. It's like, I think there's two people in the world who hold beard coin. And the <laughs> last the last transaction was 1,248 days ago. <laughs> there's not many of them out there, people. Right. Yeah. Right. I think. I don't know. I don't know. It's a... Uh, I wouldn't get too excited about that. Maybe that's maybe that's the gap in the market. That's what we all need is a beard coin. We need a beard coin. We gotta let's pump that beard coin up. We gotta pump mm. it up to the moon, everybody. Pump, to the moon. Pump up to the moon. Everyone go buy beard coin now. Imagine if I had the power to do that. Like go everybody buy a beard coin and then suddenly, you know, you, you tank an economy of a country or whatever. That's mad, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely mad. It's kinda was, crazy that some people do have that power though. Yeah. Which is nuts. Yeah, I was one of those people who was like, "Oh yeah, he's going to be on Saturday Night Live. I'm going to buy some some Dogue, or however you pronounce it." And then it, just, it totally crashed. I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> 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 you got to laugh. I think what was I thinking? You know, it's just stupidity. But you know, it's a but, laugh in it. It's a great laugh. <laughs> but if you would have, if but if it would have went the other way, you'd been like, "Look how smart I am." Look at oh look God. at my brilliant oh my brilliant decision making process. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. I, I'm I'm basically holding off on a load of stuff that's like I'm just waiting for it to come back, and then I'm like getting it out and going, I'm never touching this again. But I know what will happen. <laughs> stuff will go back into the green, and I'll be like, ah, I'm liking this, and I'll get greedy, and then I'll lose it all again. That's basically what that's that's how it goes. It's well, when bad. it's yeah, this is you know what you need. You know what you need. You need the same thing that that I had, and I've told this story already, so I won't like bore everyone with it but basically nutshell version is i had some crypto from several years ago Mm -hmm. i uh lost the paper key when i had some smoke damage to my house um and i was just like well and i just put it out of my brain it didn't exist anymore i did Mm -hmm. did not i was just like i can't think about that because i will be upset if i even think about it and then randomly uh past me did a few did future me a massive favor by storing another copy of the paper key somewhere that i had forgotten that i stored it (laughs) and uh and i found it while i was cleaning up the shred shed which obviously was not impacted by the smoke damage and um great i logged in saw everything was up was really tempted to do what you just said uh, oh, it's oh, I could go to the moon. Ah, yes, to kill. Hold on. And I had a friend be like, Are you up? I'm like, Yes. He's like, so, Get out. And get I'm like, out. And I did. And as soon as I did, it tanked. So I was like, yeah. Okay. No, you did a, good, man. Yeah. That's right. That's wicked. <laughs> I didn't make like, I didn't make like a ton of, a ton of money, but I made a little bit enough to, uh, enough to like take care of some old debt and things that I ne- needed to get rid of. And that's pretty like, all right. That's I'm beautiful. Done. That's a I'm beautiful done. thing. That's yeah. that's that's great. Very smart. Very good. I'm pleased you had a good experience. But if my friend had said something else, I would have probably just rode the market down to the like and it wasn't you know, it's just because I trust this guy and he's like, you know, I know mm. what you're thinking, but just get out. I'm like, You're right. Let's yeah. do it. Nice it's so volatile. Yeah. It's so volatile. It's just like when it's green, you just gotta go later. Yep. See ya. But, that's just me, though. There'll be yeah. people listening going, you don't know what you're talking about, buddy. I'm like, I don't. I don't claim to. <laughs> I don't I know don't. what I'm talking about. It's an <laughs> absolute lottery. I don't think anyone knows what they're doing. It's just total, like, flip a coin, see what's up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Well, now that we've, uh, you know, talked about crypto, like every good podcast, because uh, <laughs> that's apparently what everyone has to talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. How about we talk about your pedal? What do you got going on with this thing? You got a new pedal out. Tell me more. We do. We do. Yeah, we literally just um, just launched uh, our newest pedal this week. It's called the Angry Rhubarb, and it is what we are calling a paradynamic overdrive. And so the full title is the Angry Rhubarb Param- Paradynamic Overdrive Mark II. It's... Uh, 
It's a really cool idea. It basically, it, if for anyone who doesn't know about my company, Redbeard Effects, it's an effects pedal company that I started with Adrian Thorpe of Thorpe Effects, who's my business partner, and we do everything we do everything on it together, um, from like inception of pedal ideas to like manufacture and all that stuff. So he's like it's his other business. He you know he does Thorpe Effects and Redbeard Effects with me. Um, so you know you can expect like Thorpe esque quality and all that good stuff with the builds and the design. Um, I'm in a really fortunate position where I'm like partnered up with like the best pedal builder in the UK, which is really amazing. Um, yeah, we launched a couple of pedals in 2019 and 2020 uh, when I when we were at NAM, and then we've had this one sort of waiting in the wings for a minute, and we've just launched it this week, and it is really cool. Uh, basically, we, we we were like, what's better? At what point do you want um, a drive to like hit an EQ? Is it like is the drive better after EQ better or is it before EQ better? And we were like, well, why don't we do both? Why don't we have a pedal that's got like an overdrive either side of an EQ? Kind of like, you know, like preamp and postamp kind of gain. And and that's that's how we, we birthed the pedal idea. Um, we mixed it up by making the EQ parametric. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty much parametric. It doesn't have a Q control, like that's fixed. But... Um, it's got like a frequency. You can basically pick the frequency anywhere between 80 Hertz and 4k. And then you can boost or cut that frequency by 60B. And so you can kind of really like sculpt what it's doing and where it's going. And, you know, you can do like the obvious stuff like cocked wire tones and that kind of thing. But then outside of that, it does really cool stuff. Like you can kill all the top end or, and make it kind of like Queens of the Stone Age. Um, it'll do like Marshall stuff. It'll do, um, you can scoop the mids out and it'll do like that big sort of fender on top of a clean amp. It'll do that wicked sort of fender clean um, kind of vibe. It do, it'll, it'll do a convincing like impression of a clon, you know, that kind of thing as well. It nice. does a lot. It does a lot. It gets like, it gets gritty at the top end. So it's like, you know, almost very almost like ratty very at the top end of it it's it's like i wouldn't say it's a high gain pedal it's kind of like the top end of a medium gain pedal you know mm-hmm. like when you gun it and you turn everything up obviously it's like pretty mental but um it's not as ferocious as say the red mist which is a distortion pedal which gets like you know oscillating amounts of gain but it's a it's a it's like turning a, a marshal all the way up when you do turn it up it's got that massive big rock sound but um, yeah, it's really cool. It's got like a pre-gain control, like a pre-drive, um, and then it hits the EQ, and then you've got a post-drive. And so you've got these two independent overdrive controls that interact with each other and interact with the EQ differently. And I'm really stoked with how it's been received so far. It's only been out like, you know, 24 hours, and we've got all this really cool content coming in from the internet. Um, like loads of really cool musical, really musical demos that people are doing. You know, I was, I've been sort of saying that like I was in the past, I've been like hoping that these pedals, cause I play in a sort of heavy ish band. I was hoping that these pedals don't get typecast as being like, this is for heavy music. Or this is for this kind of player. This is for this kind of person. If you're that kind of person, then you need like, they're really versatile and really dynamic pedals and seeing all these different kinds of demos come in where people are playing their stuff on through this gear is wicked because that's all i ever wanted really was just um that versatility and that kind of um that kind of musicality coming out of stuff you know so i'm absolutely stoked we've um we've had we've had a really cool first day um i sold a bunch i'm really stoked i've got a load of them in the u.s um across all different dealers um really happy couldn't be happier with it really it's a really cool idea too i was you know thinking about like i saw it when it first came out and i didn't really you know fully understand what it was doing and then i was really looking at it and listening to some of the demos and i'm like oh okay i see what they've got going on here because at first i was like another overdrive pedal this is not what i saw coming and uh then i got to look at it looking at it and i was like oh oh i see i see what's going on here this is the thing as well because we've been we've had we've always got a load of pedal ideas on the boil and we had this idea a long time ago and we were kind of like what in what order should we release things should we do this you know i think it would have been a mistake to come out the gates with an overdrive so we want to do something a bit gnarlier 
And then, you know, it was a toss up between do we release the red mist or the honey badger first? And I like the way that we did it. And I like the fact that this third pedal is like our first attempt at an overdrive because as a, as a brand, it's like you want to be taken seriously with releasing what essentially could be written off as a generic, oh no, it's another one of them product because uh we all know how many overdrive well no one knows how many overdrives are out there but we all know <laughs> there's a lot there's too many there's so many so it's like how do you how do you stand out from that and you know like you were saying like looking at the looking at the pedal and you weren't sure you weren't sure how it worked when i first started going it was like how does this work how does this even work it, at first for me it was kind of counterintuitive because some of the tones i was really liking what the knobs, especially the EQ knobs, were doing, like where they were pointing, didn't seem to maybe match up with what I thought they would do. Like, you're not used to turning something all the way up and something being subtractive. You know what I mean? It's normally you turn something up and it gets more of it. It's like, we well, are, yeah, when I turn this up, actually, depending on what the other knob's doing, there's something, something, there's something less in the sound, which is really cool in a, in a way you're not used to using, you're not used to doing if you're used to like a one-tone knob or like bass, middle, treble, you know, boost and cut. But picking a frequency and kind of then boosting it or cutting it has a really massive, profound effect on what the drives are doing and what your guitar tone is doing in the mix. And yeah, it's, you can really find like a new, a new tone or like find your sound in there in a way that, that it just doesn't work like that in conventional kind of EQ, in EQ circuits on pedals. Right. Um, and I, it's become my favorite pedal. Well, once I got, once I figured it out, it's like, this is genius. If I do say so myself, this is like, this is a genius uh, little box. And everyone, everyone we've sent one to and everyone who's had a go, same thing. It's like, first like, oh, great. Overdrive. Awesome. And then they get, and then I get a text like 24 hours later going, oh my God, this thing's actually wicked. I'm like, yeah, it is. I'm really, really stoked on it. It's not just a thing. It's not just another one of them. It's, it's really different and really unique in its own way. And, you know, wouldn't you know it? really happy with it (laughs) (laughs) i know so i'm so surprised that you know adrian was able to make another cool pedal i'm so surprised it's just shocking you know it is it's (laughs) it's it's mad because you know you think how many how many drives can there be out there that where they're doing something unique and there's still you know it's just it requires a mindset just to think about things differently and come at it think outside the box with some stuff Mm -hmm. definitely yeah yeah, it's he's a he's a bit of a genius with that stuff. You know what I mean? He is, and he and and he's so humble about it. He's just like, I'm just doing the thing over here. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I can see what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, I see what you've got cooking. No, totally. He's he's a really good guy, and um, you know, he's uh, he uh, he's got a really good approach to to electronics and just. And, and to business and to, you know, being in amongst other guitarists and listening to what people want and having an idea of what people might want and having an idea of what would work. Mm-hmm. He's really, he's really, I think that's the magic of working with a guy like that is that okay. he kind of just, he kind of knows what to do. It's, uh, it's funny. Whereas I feel like I'm just making life up as I go along all the time. And like he, this guy like t- seems to like know what to do next. And that's really great because you're like, right, I'm with you. I'm you're on my team. Zombie apocalypse. I'm with you. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, because he would just pull the zombie's arms off. I think he'd just be... look at a zombie and it'd be like, no, you're good. <laughs> For people who don't know, Adrian is not only a great dude, a great pedal builder, uh, and all the stuff that Mikey just said, but he's also jacked. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah so there's that too so he's just the perfect man i think i think that's he's, what we've come to the he's term half to. human half um tank yes he's, he's got he's got like yeah he's got like uh tank dna i think yeah he's yeah. been engineered <laughs> yeah built in a lab yeah he's a big guy like you wouldn't want to like you wouldn't want to play fight with him for a laugh it would just be like remember how i lost my finger like it just snapped <laughs> off like you snapped it off yes exactly exactly he's gonna hear this and be like you guys are weird he is gonna i'll get a text at some point going this is weird stop talking about me like this i'm just a normal guy just leave me out of these conversations you weirdo <laughs> yeah you freaking like, creeps. Yeah. yeah pretty much pretty much pretty much nice well you were talking about some of the stuff you when you were talking to the students and you said you were talking about music business things and that Mm. is of extreme interest to me i love talking about that stuff with 
with especially with people who have been around the the biz in different capacities so what kind of things were you telling them about basically just dissolving some myths or you know lack of understanding about like a route to getting where you want to be on something whether that's like thing there's some things that you take as like well yeah that's how you do that but there are people who don't know that and it's kind of educating people in in those paths of like this is what your journey needs to look like this is the path you need to go down and this is the guidance you need to get to do the thing you want to do and whether that thing is like i want to be a dj i want to be a live dj and perform in front of people or whether that's like i want to be a session bass player or i want to manage bands or i want to work for a label or i want to I want to be an agent. I want to be a booking agent. I want to be a promoter. I'm the best guitarist you've ever seen. Blah, 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 blah. I want to be a singer. I've, I'm an artist all on my own. I've conceptually, I can sing, record my own stuff. I just don't know how to, I don't know how to take my music to market. I don't know how to do any of that. Basically dissolving all that kind of like, I don't know and sh- and giving people the tools and the building blocks to be able to do that stuff pretty much themselves or introduce them to the right people to get them into the right place. That's pretty much what they do at BIM, one way or another. And obviously, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's a student there's a student commitment where they have to do the work. You know, it's not just like here's the keys to the kingdom. They have to actually do the work to kind of get to that stuff as well. Right. There's like there's you know there's various frameworks for like taking someone from, and it really does depend on what it is they want to do, what their career path is looking like, that how you help them and, and what you do. But it's generally it's like delivering like delivering lessons and uh, to to various different students in different different career paths, which I've really enjoyed. You know, um, I would like to do more of that in the future. Yeah, it's I can't, if you can believe this. Like, I actually had uh, one of my listeners, Brandon. He is a teacher here for like sixth grade music, mm-hmm. and they have a block where they like talk about music careers and different things. And he's like, would you want to come talk to the students? I'm like, me? Like, okay. <laughs> like, I, I, it has taken me a, quite a while to, I've said this on the show a few times, but it's taken me quite a while to like reconcile with the fact that like, no, you, you do work in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't always feel like it. And sometimes the gear world feels a bit separated from the music industry as a whole. But the more I talk to, you know, artists that aren't necessarily, you know, that don't necessarily own pedal companies, you know, for instance. Yeah. And the more I get involved with that side of thing and recording and I'm like, oh, oh, I do work in the music industry. Mm -hmm. This is not the this is not the life I envisioned, but I'm certainly glad that it happened. (laughs) Yeah. And it's because you're passionate about it. It doesn't feel like work. You know what I mean? And when you're in that sort of position. You think, well, I'm not really doing anything special here. I'm just doing me. And what could I possibly have to impart on anybody else about any of that? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And that's right. the thing. And it's like breaking that down and realizing that, oh, actually, all this stuff that you know and there's just like runs in your blood and that you just inherently have got down is transferable skills, you know, that you can tell to other people. And they're like, oh, okay. And you don't think it is, and then you 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 assume that people just everyone knows this stuff, right? And and people don't. Certain things about you know all different elements of the industry, music industry. That's like there's stuff about owning a and running a pedal company that I know now that I had no idea about three years ago. I had absolutely no idea. Didn't know where to start. Didn't know what I was doing. Um, and at some point it took for someone else to kind of show me the do's and don'ts or the dissolve some myths about how I could not make it work to make me get into a position where I was like, I reckon I could do that. You know, what was one of those uh, aha things that you didn't, you didn't know about when you started? Um, I think the main thing was, I think the biggest thing, and this is, this is a universal concept. If you like, it's like just having the self belief that you could do it was uh, everything. Because you know, like, if someone had said to me four or five years ago, hey, you should start a pedal company, I would have gone, well, that's not going to work. How am I going to do that? Like, I don't know where to start. No one would buy them. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't, it would be a failure. It would fail. No, I would not. Why would I do that? Why, why, why? And, you know, now here I am doing it. 
and it's and it's you know doing it doing it okay and uh, you know that that version of myself just didn't know that put put all these all these uh, hurdles and and uh, these obstacles in the way of just having a go at something so i think the biggest thing really is just having having a belief that you know i could have a go at that and i reckon i would make a good go of it um and that that goes for anything you're doing whether it be like i'm going to start a podcast or i'm going to start a youtube channel or i'm going to you know learn a new language or whatever that kind of thing or i'm going to start a new business whatever just believing that you could get to a point where you just have, just that first step of believing you could get better at something or convincing you to do something is 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 key um and even passing that on to like students and people like in a part of their life where they where they're lacking that kind of self-belief or self-confidence in certain things is is a huge huge gift to give to someone to just go yeah you can you can do this like go and do that thing you know and as for pedal specific stuff um i think uh, again i was really fortunate to have uh adrian thorpe as someone i went to for advice as a friend and we we got on so well about the idea that he he pr- proposed us working together on it which i was like you know i wouldn't have dreamed that that would have been a a scenario so the fact that that's a thing is like wow i skipped all kinds of nonsense and i skipped all kinds of problems and learning curve stuff like i kind of inserted myself into like i skipped fast tracked past all this bs which i'm very grateful for you know which is just that's just knowing the right people and being being in the right time in the right place i guess um but yeah like uh, piggybacking onto a lot of thorpe's um uh, processes and that kind of thing has really given redbeard a shot in the arm but i think that if i was to start from scratch yeah it would be five to ten years of making mistakes and going back and starting again and failures on things and uh, getting it right and which i luckily i skipped a lot of that nonsense and got straight into stuff that works which i'm very lucky about yeah it's kind of weird to think about career trajectories you know what i mean in Mm -hmm. a lot of respects i think back to my last jobs and all that and i'm like well that just you know was a waste of time i didn't that has nothing to do with anything that i'm doing now not even remotely uh why did i waste my time doing that i should have you know pursued the things that i was interested in before and got i'd be you know then i'd be another you know 10 years ahead of the thing but then i got i have to remember like when i got out of high school i mean podcasts didn't really exist in any kind of meaningful way in 2005 Mm -hmm. you know like that wasn't that wasn't an option like and even recording was substantially more difficult than it is now yep and you know the content creation thing youtube i think maybe youtube had just started in 2005 i think it was just becoming a thing in the mid-2000s yeah yeah. So like all of this stuff, I'm I like kick myself, but at the same time, I'm like, none of this was available. This no. wasn't, this wasn't, nobody was doing it. Nobody knew you could do it. You know, you were still, podcasters were still uh, like, I think, I can't remember who the first person I heard. I think it was a radio DJ over here. Well, he's a lot of things, but the first podcast I knew of was like the Adam Carolla show or something. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was Carolla. And in the beginning, he was like paying thousands of dollars for the bandwidth he needed to to publish and that's not a that's not a thing that most people could even do and now you can make a podcast for free on anchor if you are so inclined Mm -hmm. and it's just a different landscape but all that to say is your first step leads to your next step and Mm -hmm. i have a tendency to be like well why would ah that's a waste of time but you know, everything leads to the next thing and you learn lessons along the way that will help you in the next area you're working in, regardless of what it is. So don't think that it's too late. Don't think that you wasted time. Just start and see what happens. And yeah, like I, all I of could... the stuff you've done, it's not, it, it's going to inform you in some way with your work ethic or with, any number of things you never know where that's going to lead so just do the thing i couldn't agree with you more i could not agree with you more and i think it's the same thing just that first step of just believing in oneself to have a go at something and do just the first step of of getting getting into a thing that you want to do 
is a beautiful thing that can only lead to good to good stuff. And you know, every, I think it's so easy to get caught up in fear of failure or like, well, I can't create a successful thing because I don't know how to do this, 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 this. But all those things just come in time. And it's all just about like you like having that idea, uh, that initial idea and trying to figure out what the very, very first step is to like maybe get the idea off the ground. And sometimes the first step is as simple as just thinking, yeah, this could work. And that sounds so simple and so base and so like, well, yeah. But like, honestly, like I was one of those people who was like, nah, like knee jerk reaction. What do you think about this? Nah, it'll never work. Next. No pedal company, no nothing, no band. You know, it's like like, if someone had told me when I was 15, 16, hey, you could be playing guitar, you know, for a living. I I was I just wouldn't have bought it. Wouldn't have wouldn't have bought it. It was like beyond my comprehension. And it's only because of putting myself in in certain situations where it's led to me being able to continue to do this. Like, you know, if I was a different person, when I was about 18, I, uh, or 18, 19, I was working a job. I was like a graphic designer and I got a, I think I was about 20 actually. I I got a phone call saying, do you want to come and try out for this band? And I was like, hell yeah, I do. And I went and tried out and I I got the gig and that's, I'm still in that band today. You know, that was like 20, 20, 20 odd years ago, nearly, nearly 20 years ago. And um, you know, if I was a different person, I would have gone, nah, you know, I'm gonna, I've got to go to work. I've got to do this, got to do that. But I gave it a go because I was young and I had nothing to lose. Um, and it's harder to have those kind of, you know, you know, give it a go mentality, you know, it, or like, you know, nothing to lose when you're older and have more responsibilities, obviously. But having that mindset of just, it could work. It could be a thing. For some reason, I believed that it could be a thing. And so I made it my sort of, saw it through and here we are um so yeah it, it I'm, i guess i'm rambling a little bit but that i do believe in that in, the, in that power of just having some belief that it could pan out to be a thing and that that's the greatest step in just in creating anything yeah you have to you have to put yourself into the positions to succeed there's no doubt about that and that sounds like cliche and really stupid but it's true because if you never take that step, if you never try, then it won't ever happen. Mm-hmm. Like, it just won't. I mean, I remember I interviewed Joey Bradford, who plays guitar for The Used now. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about he almost didn't go to the rehearsal. He's like, ah, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get it. Like, he was called to go rehearse for, uh, or to, to try out for The Used, which mm-hmm. is a massive band. And he's like, nah, I'm not going to get it. And he decided, I believe, if I remember the story correctly, his his wife talked him into it. Like, no, just go do it and then come back. I think they had just she had just had their first child, I think, if I'm remembering the story correctly. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, he goes and tries out and he gets it. All of a sudden, he's the guitarist for the use. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's like, whoa, you know, if he had never done that, you know, he wouldn't have his studio he has now. And all, you know, all these other things wouldn't have happened if he hadn't tried i mean what's the worst thing that's going to happen someone tells you no no absolutely and i believe in that sort of proactivity as well where i've been that person in the past i had still massively have the propensity propensity to be that person who's sitting around kind of going why hasn't this good thing happened to me why hasn't this thing just come and landed in my lap this isn't life life is not fair like why hasn't this thing just gracefully flown into my w- window and landed in my lap like why has my fair? crypto not gone to the moon yeah yet? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you name it and it's the, the truth is that the more i'm doing and the more i'm working and the more i'm putting stuff out the more stuff i'm putting out the better thing the better life is you know and uh, sitting and waiting for just some miraculous thing to change is seldom the right thing to do i find that the more i'm doing the more proactive i am with the things I care about and the things that get me excited, the more good stuff comes into my life. And, you know, that's not to say sometimes things don't feel like you're sort of, you know, flogging a dead horse, as we say, or like hitting, you know, hitting your head against the wall against over something. But tenacity is like the most important, <laughs> the most important factor in, in so much, so much stuff that you do. But um, yeah, just, I'm a big fan of, of pro- being proactive and doing, 
trying to do, continue to do, and not just sit around talking about doing, but actually doing and having a go at something. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. talks about it. Literally everyone talks about like, oh, I should do this thing. Wouldn't it be cool mm-hmm. if I did X, Y, or Z? I don't, it, I'm not, I don't think either of us are just talking about music at Mm-mm. this point. We're, no, we're I'm talking, talking about, about anything. Talking about whatever. Anything. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think the last year, 18 months, if anything, has been a real a real sort of platform for that for a lot of people. People, Some people I speak to, it's been really empowering for some people. They have a new outlook on their life or, you know, new direction that they want to go in. Certain things seem more important to them than maybe they did before. They're reevaluating things. And I think that's a good thing. Obviously, not everyone's had that experience. Some people have had a really, really, really tough time. And, you know, that's that's awful. I think everyone's had a tough time one way or another. Some people find their way out of it. Some people are stuck in it and that's really hard. But for those people who are like finding a new or considering a new trajectory or a change in trajectory, like I salute it, man. Like I think that's what life's about is uh, finding the adventure and, um, you know, making it happen as much as you're able to. Yeah. I, I think that that is super important. And I think that, you know, this isn't entirely gone, but the whole notion of like get the job, work for 40 years, retire has kind of been for a lot of people. Uh, it's been kind of not really an option anymore. Mm-hmm. It, it was an option at the job that I had, but I I just realized that like this, this isn't for me. And who's to say I'm even going to make it another 40 years? Why don't I start working on things that I find interesting mm-hmm. right now? You know, because who knows what could happen tomorrow? And, you know, how do you want to spend your time? And I I know we're talking like really big woo woo, like look at us (laughs) concepts, but like that's kind of what it became for me. I'm like, how do I want to be spending all of my time? Do I want to spend most of the time that I have doing something I don't care about at all? Mm. I don't know. That doesn't seem like that doesn't seem like the way I want to go if I don't have to. I mean, don't get me wrong. I will do whatever I have to do to keep the roof over the family. But if I don't have to, let's try to weasel our way into this weird gear industry and <laughs> some sort. Yeah, of and it's not to say way. that. Yeah, and it's not to say that like life isn't difficult. Regardless, it's not like I, I'm, I'm here saying, oh, I live a really easy life. I don't like at all. Life is really difficult. But uh, you know, life is difficult whether you do something you really love or something you hate. And so I'd rather be having a hard time doing something I love than something I hate because it's just the double whammy. Like life's hard enough, like without hating what you do. So totally. I don't know. I'm I am very lucky and I'm in a really fortunate position in lots of different ways. But you know, it took it took uh, putting putting myself in that position as well. And um, you know, I will continue to do those things, like take opportunities and things like that 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 look like something I want to be part of. Um, so yeah, I'm all for it. There we go. Look at that. I know we should do like we should do a tour. We should do a tour. We should have <laughs> do a tour do with, like, with like headset mics. Like that's Tony, right. Tony Robbins kind of like <laughs> people losing their minds. Me and you like walking down a catwalk with a oh man with a Britney mic. I think you know. I think when people see us walking around, you know, about the town, mm-hmm. the first thing that they think is, you know what. That's those two guys. That's what success looks like. I couldn't agree with you more. They see us coming and they go, <laughs> now there goes two guys who look like they have it together. They've they know, got it together. They've got it sorted. They know what's up. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely I mean, right. He's, I mean, look at that magnificent beard. And the other guy, I mean, look at those shorts. A man doesn't <laughs> acquire those shorts by not knowing what's going on. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta have a thing to acquire those shorts. That guy, that guy tattooed up to his eyeballs surely surely is a has held down a respectable <laughs> position somewhere for a long enough period of time where he knows what he's on about about something well he's he's either you know there's two options he's either in a biker gang or he's a chef with a tv show on vice <laughs> there's the only two things that could be that man could be yeah he's, yeah, he's either gonna he's either gonna knife me or he's gonna let me taste his balsamic drizzle that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love a good balsamic drizzle. I just had a pizza with balsamic on it uh, this weekend, and it was phenomenal. Oh, so, man. Yeah. Um, 
Um, I've got pizza for, in spirit of the tone mob. I've got pizza for dinner. I've got a pizza that from uh, from the supermarket that's an expensive posh, like you know, bit of a bit of a who do I think I am pizza. And I'm gonna stick <laughs> in the oven and I'm gonna just. I'm not even gonna eat. I'm just gonna rub it all over my body. Oh yes, <laughs> oh, that is what I like to hear. That's a good visual. That's yeah, what dude, I want I, to be picturing. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh man, well you know, in the spirit of things. Well, it's probably a good good way to close out the main section of this episode. What? Why don't you tell us about that particular pizza? Oh, okay. So it's got salami on it. It's got spicy little uh, spicy little peppers on it. I don't know what they're called, but it's like stone baked, hand stretched kind of vibe. Um, it's probably supposed to be for one and a half to two persons, but I'm going to eat the whole thing. I'll tell you right now. Good That's man. what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't mess around. You know. I don't do well with uh, don't do well with sharing food, particularly pizza. Um, so yeah, I'm going to stick that in the oven to warm it up, like at some point, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be saluting the tone mob with every slice. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I mm-hmm. appreciate that. I too, uh, I well, I have some pizza in the fridge, but I'm told it's I'm supposed to save it for the children or something like that. I'm. I have some sort of nonsense, so I might have to wait till the weekend to get pizza again. So. Well, maybe eat it and then say the children ate it, and then when the children say no, we didn't, just say that they're liars. <laughs> you're, you're a liar. You, uh, Don't raising, you lie to your mother that way. We're raising a, a we're raising liars in this house now. Mm, that's right. I can't believe it. You're just like your mother. <laughs> like, no, what I, could possibly think, go wrong with this? this I don't is a think solid anything. Plan. Yeah, that's that's good relationship advice thanks mikey i appreciate hey, no, that hey no worries man uh you know happily divorced over here Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you so much for coming on again this was a, a good time everybody make sure you go check out the pedals and check out the music actually let's let you plug everything where can people find you Oh, thanks, dude. Okay, so Redbeard Effects, really easy to find. It's at Redbeard Effects on Instagram, Twitter. Obviously, you can find us on Facebook. Redbeardeffects.com is our website where you can buy all our products or find out our dealers where you can find uh, places closer to home to to order stuff. Uh, Skindred is skindred.net where you can find all of our upcoming dates, such as they are. And again, I think it's Skindred Music on Instagram is where you can find us. And I'm obviously, obviously, it's Mikey Demas, at Mikey Demas on Instagram, uh, Mikey Demas on Facebook, and so on, and so on, and so on. There you go. That's where you find them, everybody. Come find me. Oh, and I'll say one last thing as well, actually. This is a last-minute plug. Last-minute plug is it would mean the world to me if uh, if you came and subscribed to my personal YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash Mikey Demas, because I am in the process of making a whole load of cool guitar content. Um, and that's something I'm stockpiling right now and will be releasing periodically uh, on a more regular weekly basis uh, in the coming coming weeks. Whoa, and so okay. if, you, if you are a YouTube fan, if you're a fan of like guitar related or creative related or pedal related um, videos and content, come and, uh, come and click subscribe on my stuff because I'm literally on the cusp of releasing loads of cool videos i've been making well there you go that's a plug and a half that is a plug and a half i like that that's good stuff oh i found it and you've got yourself another subscriber there you go there you go right on thanks man. okay everybody do all that stuff please stay safe out there and you know believe in yourself i think that's the message of this (laughs) this episode absolutely i love it For Mikey, this is Blake, and as always, folks, good luck and good tone. Alrighty, there you have it. There you have it, folks. Another episode in the can. And as always, if you want more of this conversation, you can find it on Patreon. You go to patreon.com slash tonemob, and for five bucks a month, you can get extra episodes streamed to your ears every week. There are so many hours of content over there for you. And... Some of the best chats I've ever had are definitely over there on Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash tonemob and help me out, that would be super, 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 super appreciated. It may not seem like much, but it honestly, it helps out an insane amount. So big shout out to all the patrons. Thank you all so much for that. 
And if you can't, I understand things are really weird for everybody. You could just share this with a friend. This thing keeps growing. And we need those sweet, sweet, sweet downloads just to keep the lights on around here. So thank you to everybody that has shared this with your friends. Really, that is the driver. We don't have an algorithm for this thing. Podcasters don't have that luxury. You know, you can upload things to YouTube and sometimes the magical algorithm fairies just grab that content and take it to the stratosphere. But with podcasts, it's all on the listeners and the host and the guest. That's the only way we can get this in front of people who may really enjoy it. Maybe they'll enjoy it as much as you do. So thank you very much to everyone who does that. Amplify the signal. Let's get this thing out there. And yeah, I think I may have some more content coming for you this week. And oh yeah, don't forget, please check out that song Outward by me, American Cyclops, wherever you stream music at. Give it a listen and let me know what you think. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. I hope you had a great Father's Day if you are of the dad type. And, uh, you know, thanks for everything. Bye-bye. One last thing before we totally sign off here. I just want to remind you that if you do any shopping at Stringjoy, that's Stringjoy Guitar Strings made in Nashville, that will help me out as well. As I've said for years, I'm heavily involved in that company, and I really do think they're making the best products on the market. So if you would like to try custom strings, go to ToneMob.com Stringjoy and check them out today. I seriously, seriously, seriously love what the team down there is doing. I help them out with all kinds of things, and by you supporting them, you are also supporting me as well. And hey, you need some strings, so why not get some custom strings just for your guitar and playing style? Again, the link for that is tonemob.com stringjoy, and that will take you right to their website, and you can do all your shopping through there, and that will help everyone involved out. So thank you very much. Talk to you next time. We are brought to you by the wonderful folks at Gun Street Wiring Shop. Yes, Gun Street Wiring Shop. I've talked about them before. I used to say based out of Bend, Oregon, but guess what? Sean moved to my neck of the woods. Sean's in Portland. Sean is awesome and has helped me with a bunch of stuff lately. And if you have wiring needs for your guitar, he can help you too. If you want to get weird with it, he can get weird. If you just need to spruce things up a little bit, there's your guy. He takes all the guesswork out of doing your guitar wiring, and he makes it simple and his customer service is top-notch, and I can't say enough good things about Gunstreet as a company. I really respect Sean and what he's all about, and the product is top-notch. I've got three different guitars that now have Gunstreet harnesses in them, and I could not be happier. So go to GunstreetWiringShop.com and check them out.